Hi, welcome to Lessons of Life. And Lessons of Life podcast is about the lessons I've learned in my life. <laughs> From the things I've read and the things I've experienced. And I hope it helps you in some way. Honestly, it's, you know, just trying to share um, lessons learned in life. And one of the lessons I've learned in life is, is one of the hardest lessons you will learn in life. Don't judge others. You just don't judge them. You sit back, you look at it, you take yourself out of it, you know, and then whatever yanked your chain, forgive it and walk away. Most people have a hard time doing that. It, it's easy to do once you figure out what you're doing. <laughs> and then you, you just make it a habit. And then it becomes, it just flows. You know, and you're going to be hit with judgments all day long, even if they're not yours. Okay, they're humanities. And so you, you may not have ever even thought that that. that or this, or whatever, you know, you, you would never take somebody's life, for example, yet you believe other people do, and the golden rule is, you know, whatever you think of yourself, you think of the other, so if you would never take a life, nobody else would either, you know, I forgive them for showing me that, and walk away, everything here is a manifestation, you know, your body is a manifestation. It, it, you don't identify yourself with your body. Okay? It changes. And even science is now stating that, you know, you don't have to grow old. Everything you need to stay looking young and healthy and, you know, fit and firm and trim, that, that's inside you. It's all inside you. Every bit of it, you know, and, and you, if you don't want to identify as a male or a female, that's fine too. Nobody cares. That's your story. But you were born one or the other, okay? And you're going to have to get over it that, you know, people don't know what you identify as and they're not insulting you and being rude to you because they call you a he or a she. You know, as soon as they learn your name, they'll just call you by your name. But don't get all twisty because someone assumed that you as a he are looking for a she and ask about your love life. Have you found a, a sweet lady for you? And then you go get all, you know, how dare you? you know, how dare you assume you know, that I'm this or that or the other? No, that, that's natural, okay? You're supposed to sit back and look at it. You know, they don't know you. They're not in your head. They're not in your house. Come on. How are they supposed to know? You know, and this is, this is uh, the veil. It's the little twist, you know, and they get louder and more stupid 
the more you walk away and not listen to them and then you know that final forgiveness comes and it ends you forgive you forgive you forgive and like Jesus says in the Bible and you seven times seventy you just keep doing it until you don't see it anymore now this is taught to us in many ways by the teachers uh, of mind and Neville Goddard would tell you revise 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 but he didn't tell you forgive because Neville wasn't into forgiving until after he received a vision about it then he did a talk on it but he did not dig into it that wasn't his thing that wasn't his message to bring forward you know but he had to forgive before he could receive the promise so he he did it in vision and that's just how it is and, and one must understand as well that you know the Old Testament was written in ancient Hebrew also has some Akkadian words um, some Assyrian words Sanskrit words for the names for other words and they have to be dug into to see you have to look at the etymology of the word and then apply that and now you know what it says and this is what's meant by take the Bible literally you look up the names you look up the words and then you determine what it means to you it's to be read subjectively you know and one can only look at the words the etymology of the words to know what it means and the New Testament was written in Greek and so you have to look up the Greek terms and you know check them and go back and look and see what their etymology is and then apply that and a lot of this is uh, interchangeable because the Greeks and the Hebrews wrote together the Bible and in the Hebrews wrote the Bible for the Jewish culture and the Greeks wrote the Hermetica for the Greek culture and they both came out about the same time and then later Paul arrives and presents the New Testament and this is a close-up view to the state of being Joshua and it's Jesus as the individual and it, Jesus really represents Joshua represents humanity and therefore each one individually it is the same for Jesus he represents humanity and therefore each one of us individually but he was talking to these individuals and to the people and spreading the word he was teaching so it, it it's understanding that this is what it's telling us that there are these states of being that have been impregnated inside of you with and God impregnated you with it with his son okay he tied you and his son together and y'all made a baby okay y'all made a baby and it's pulling the man and the imagination together into one and man is the consciousness for the son of God man is the son of God 
okay? He's not God. God is in his heart. When he says, I am, that is God that you're calling on. It doesn't matter whether you're saying it consciously or unconsciously. You say, I am, and you're calling on the one in your heart. That's how it is, okay? You're not doing the thinking. You're making the choices. They're presenting what your choices. Oh, well, you judge like this here. You know, so if you're getting all upset with things that you read or that you see or anything else like that, it's yanking your chain, then that's something you accepted as true in some way, shape, or form. You just forgive it. You just forgive it and move on. If you understand these laws of mind, your thinking involves choosing what you want to see, what you want to experience, and then you get out of the way. Stop thinking. So you, you only think about the aspects of life or the aspects of God when you feel a need to think. Because when you think, you imagine. And your imagination is tied to your words and tied to your emotions and tied to your feelings. You know, so when you speak, it's pulling up those images. And most people don't get this. It's a very thin fail. They, they don't comprehend what they're reading. But of course, they were reading Neville's perception. So Neville tells about a ladder exercise. And that as you fall asleep, imagine you're climbing a ladder and feel the rings of the ladder as you climb up. Then during the day, you go running around saying, I'm not climbing that ladder. I'm not climbing that. I'm not climbing a ladder. I'm not climbing a ladder. Imagination and God don't get not. They don't get it. There's no image for it. There's nothing for it. So while you go around saying, I'm not climbing that ladder, you're really saying, I'm climbing that ladder. <laughs> it works both ways. Because they don't get the negative. Only you do. So if you were going to negate it, it would be, God forbid I climb that ladder. Or, you know, yeah, I don't think this works. You just negated it. Okay? It doesn't work. Okay, law's law. You said it doesn't work, doesn't work for you. Yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yet it's working for you by proving to you it doesn't work. End of story. You know, you have to be careful because a lot of people out there don't comprehend what they're reading. And they're got their egos tied up in this stuff. And that's pride and hubris. And, you know, writing's on the wall. For some people, it, you know, caca's about to happen. It doesn't take a rocket scientist if you understand these laws of mind. Everything's a manifestation, you know, so lightning hits the mural of George Floyd and the only thing you can really see that's left, it says change of mind. I think somebody's being warned, better flip your thinking, better repent, better change your mind. Repent means change your mind, do a 180, flip your thinking. And the Bible means flip your thinking from believing the outside pushes you around to your thinking. Your thinking pushes them around. 
You know, have confidence, be self-assured, love yourself, respect and love yourself. You're the child of God. You know, you don't take your identity from the places that you've been, the places you've seen, the people you've grown up with or anything else. You're your own person. You're not them. You're your own person. So what? You came from that family. Doesn't mean you're like them. Doesn't mean you think like that. It means you're your own person. You, you think for yourself. Your job doesn't identify you. You know, it's just something that you're doing. That you love to do. Hopefully in some way, shape, or form. You know? And that even that is not dependent on anything but yourself. What you think about yourself. You know, and you should be thinking wonderful things about yourself. And if you're having a hard time with that, then you need to practice the ultimate mental diet if you want it to change. that That's up to you. You don't need to do anything. You don't have to do a thing. It's your life. It's up to you. You know? Now, I spent a good time in my life trying to make other people happy. Only to find out it doesn't make them happy at all. Pisses them off. <laughs> and I was always wondering why. I was just trying to help. What was it? Uh, judging. It's a judgment. I judge they needed help. They don't need any help. If they need help, they'll ask. And this is really hard for someone who really wants to be nice and is trying to help. You know? Now you can ask. You can say, do you, do you need anything? Do you... You know, do you need some help? You know, and they'll tell you yes or no. But you don't say, here, let me help you. Or go ahead and lay out stuff for them. And they'll just get pissed. You're thinking for me. I don't need you to think for me. I can do it all by myself. <laughs> Thank you. And we all do it. You know, we, it's a good intention. It's a, it, we all have them. And good intentions pave the road to hell. That's what that means. You're you're judging somebody. And there's good intentions floating around all over the place. And these are souls. The ones who have this good intention that are insisting with this passion and this fury. You know, that you have to be like this. You got to do what I say. <laughs> That's a saw. And you just laugh at them. You don't let them yank your chain. They can't make you think the way they want you to. That's just too bad. So sad. In fact, I'm here to show you. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo, you can't make me. <laughs> because they judge. The other side gets made to do just that. We're always running around slapping each other. Or nanny, nanny, boo, boo, you can't make me. And the idea is not to fall into the hole. Nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. I'm going to go eat worms. <laughs> My grandpa would make me sing that song when I was just trying to feel sorry for myself. By the end of the song, we were both laughing. So it's, you know, don't go around feeling sorry for yourself. And if you do, don't give it much time. And then... Given to God what is God. Well, God forbid anything come out of that. You know. 
people think a lot of times if they're worrying and doubting about their desire that they've done a technique for, you know, that they're not going to get it. But that's not true. You know, that's just worry and doubt. You're not negating anything. You negate it when you just say it's never going to, you know, this, this is not working for me. It will never work for me. Now you negated it. Okay, the law of liberty is you go within and you feel it with your senses in some way. And it's done. You know, and if you let go of it, it'll appear. But if you keep worrying about it, bitching about it, how it's not happening and blah, 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 well, you're no different than, you know, Bombolini's wife in The Secret of Santa Victoria. She finally had enough and said, that's it. I'm done. See you later, alligator. Now what happens? Here he comes. You know? But she took it to the point where she was just too pissed. And that's okay because she had to stand up on her own two feet. I'm not going to listen to this shit anymore. And now things are moving and happening where he becomes the man that she wanted him to be, that he always was, but he was locked in this state she had put him in, the clown, the drunk, you know, the town laughingstock, and so he was, but he was the one that saved the town, got the wife, and everybody's love and respect, because he came to love and respect himself, and trust in his own judgment, you know, you have to be able to trust your judgment. And the only way you can trust your judgment is erring on the side of love. Because when you play Saul, you're judging and you're judging righteously and with passion. Doesn't matter which side you're on. And then the lightning bolt comes. And now you're forced to look at it. You know, and the regrets and all that other stuff happens. You just, just let God wash that away. It's okay. Don't worry about it. it. It's just fine. You're forgiven. If you forgive them, it's automatic for you. If you forgive them for showing you they lied, all the forgiveness for your lies happens. You know, it, it's a boomerang. It's a boomerang in all of it. And the Lord's Prayer tells you this. You know, so you, you forgive them and then yours is forgiven. So that's how you forgive yourself. And then when you start focusing on the aspects of God, well, that's what starts filling your mind and that's what starts coming into your life. Well, I hope this helps. And, and this is what I discovered in my life. And one of the greatest things I discovered in my life, I've been saying it all my life, it's up to you, of course. You know, these are just things that I've, you know, brought to these conclusions in my life. And a lot of it was, you know, this person helped me see this, and this person helped me see that, and this person, you know, and as a teacher, you know, if you need extra help, you just think about it. What do you love? 
you know, what do you love to do? And if that's painting, then you go get lost in your painting. Go, go do something that takes your mind away from all this stuff, you know, but only you can decide what that's going to be. It's your mind, you know, it, it is. And so, you know, the teacher's role is to point out there's two sides to everything. And even, you know, a choice of not responding is a choice. You have a choice. Which way are you going to look at it? Which way will you respond? You are not responsible for everyone else's response. You are responsible for recognizing that they are reflecting what you believe and think about yourself and or others. That's it. Now, you give unto God what is God's. You forgive them. You'd want to be forgiven. You know, come on. <laughs> Help a brother out. So I hope this helps. Blessings to you. And thank you. Thank you for being you.